From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Tuesday, September 20th. A developer with the State Trust Lands Administration is making progress on their Aggie Townhome and Apartments project. The residential development will be right next to Utah State University's new campus. The first phase is going to start really soon. It's probably going to become available at the end of 2023. Alexa Wilson works for the State Trust Lands Administration and is the project manager on the development. Her team recently garnered approval from the city's planning commission to rezone a section of their property. Wilson says bringing multifamily housing adjacent to the USU campus is something that has been in the works for decades, even before the campus or its infrastructure was set up. Initial planning started back in 1999, but... The demand for housing in Moab was just not at the level that it is today. Over a decade later, in 2012, state trust lands finally entered into a planning phase with the university and city. They came up with a master plan for the parcel surrounding the future campus. The Aggie townhomes and Aggie apartments is, uh, is just the first phase of, uh, of a larger project that will continue on the west side of the university campus with um, more residential uses. Wilson says eventually there will be almost 400 rental units and 24 townhomes around the campus. They will be market rate, but Wilson says the team is open to ensuring they'll be rented by the local workforce. It's possible to make the apartments initially available only for residents of Grand County or people with jobs and ties to Grand County. She said USU could also pre-lease apartments for their staff and students. They're not a luxury product. They're nice apartments, but they're regular apartments priced for regular people. It's too early to tell what that price point will be, but Wilson says they are currently on track to build phase one by the end of 2023. As someone who's been involved in the planning since 1999, Wilson says the team is pretty much moving at lightning speed now. And for her, personally, she's just excited to be be a part of the solution or a partial solution to a problem that people actually have. It's not that often that you get to be involved in something that will actually help that many people. Find information about the Aggie townhomes and apartments in the show notes of today's news. Over the last several years, many nonprofits have seen reductions in lodging opportunities to house the guests and seasonal staff they bring to the region. This lodging challenge is part of the housing crisis, familiar to many communities across the Mountain West. As Matt Hoish of KOTO reports for Rocky Mountain Community Radio, many of the affected organizations in Telluride, Colorado, are now coming together to raise awareness about the issue and the impact it's having on their programming. Earlier this year, Sage Martin had to face a painful surprise. She's the executive director of Mountain Film. As the annual documentary film festival approached, they realized they would have to pay about $40,000 for lodging they hadn't budgeted for. Because in the history of Mountain Film, we haven't had to pay for lodging before. So this was the first time that we had to pay out of pocket in that way of purchasing rooms. Historically, all the spots for out-of-town festival guests have been donated. Some of that was local companies providing lodging. That isn't gone, but it's dried up a bit. They're still willing to give us rooms, but it's less. Most of them cut it in half. 
They also got help from homeowners willing to offer up their space for the festival weekend. But some of those people, Martin explains, have since sold their houses. And Mountain Film isn't the only Telluride nonprofit facing lodging challenges for guests they invite. Ronnie Palomar is the executive director of the Sheridan Arts Foundation, which oversees the programming at the Sheridan Opera House. She says they've had to reduce the number of comedians they bring for their annual comedy festival over President's Day weekend by about half because of lodging constraints. So that's been a difficult challenge. What do we do with our comedy fest? Do we continue it? Do, do we change a weekend to another, to another weekend? Telluride Theater has also seen challenges. Sasha Cuccinello is the artistic director. She explains they try to bring in out-of-town artists to supplement their local ensemble. That used to be easier. We had access to a four-bedroom condo in the village. We had access to two houses in town. We had access to people's housing in their, in their houses. And as things have sort of squeezed down in the last four years, three years, those have just gone away. On top of the departure of old homeowners who used to offer up their spaces, there's also been a change in some of the people buying up those properties. Larry Mallard is the CEO and one of the owners of the rental company Alpine Lodging. Their contracts used to require owners of the homes they manage to give six nights a year Alpine could allocate to local organizations. A lot of those owners were second homeowners who spent time in the community and understood the benefit of that. But now... There are folks that are simply buying these units just to rent them. And what that means is it's now a cash proposition for them and they need to make a return on it. And they may not live in the community. They may not uh, you know, really know much about the community. So it's a very difficult discussion when you say, hey, I need to give two nights to the Telluride Bluegrass Festival or the Telluride Blues and Bruce Festival because we like to support that festival. It's real difficult for them to, to bypass you know, a high rate for a couple of nights uh, to support the community. Mallard says as they've redone their contracts over the last two years, Alpine has had to reduce the number of nights they give away, from six to three. We were just getting so much pushback on the six nights. This nonprofit lodging challenge is another layer of the housing crisis familiar to most people in Telluride and other mountain areas. Many local nonprofits bring in people to share their talents with the community for a few days, weeks, or months. Finding lodging for those short-term visitors has become enough of an issue that several Telluride nonprofits including Mountain Film, Telluride Theater, Telluride Academy, the Telluride Adaptive Sports Program, the AHA School for the Arts, the Telluride Film Festival, and several others have come together to raise awareness about it. Here's Cuccinello. Our community is changing, and people who are living here now are coming from New York and L.A. and from these bigger cities and from these cosmopolitan areas. They want world-class work. They want world-class music. They want to have access to amazing movies and art and theater, and we want to be able to provide that. The only way we can provide that is with this lodging help. Education is a big piece of their strategy. Here's Martin. There's a lot of uh, new folks that have moved to town, and I don't know they necessarily know that we're experiencing this challenge. Mallard wonders if local governments could offer incentives to rent to nonprofits. If you discount 50% for these festivals, you get X amount off of your, uh, and again, I'm making this up, but you get X amount off of your short-term rental permit renewal, you know, that kind of thing. Larry Rosen has thought about legislation requiring lodgers to help local organizations. He's the interim executive director of Telluride Academy. 
The summer camp recently bought property outside Telluride to alleviate some of its challenges finding lodging for seasonal staff. Maybe for say, so, you know, an example could be for every 30 days of lodging um, that you provide, you have to give one or two days to, to this nonprofit or business collaborative lodging pool. Whatever the solution, everyone seems to agree on the importance of Telluride's nonprofits and the programming they provide. It really enhances our community to have all of these events. And I think that that's also what makes Telluride really attractive. I really believe that these nonprofits that are part of this consortium are the fabric of Telluride. I'm not sure that everybody understands the value uh, that these festivals, and, and just as importantly, the nonprofits, mean to the community. Over at Mountain Film, Martin hopes raising awareness will help with the nonprofits lodging challenges. But in planning for next year's festival, she says they're also thinking of ways to draw on the local community more to bring in fewer out-of-town guests. That's Matt Hoish with our partners at KOTO reporting for Rocky Mountain Community Radio. And that's the KZMU News for Tuesday, September 20th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.